It is the 22nd of November. It's a Wednesday, and oh boy, the last week has brought with it some amazing things that have been happening out of the OpenAI stables. We've had the CEO ousted by the board. We've had his uh, co-founder leave. We've had 95% of the OpenAI staff side on to, to basically say that they would quit if uh, Sam Altman's not brought back on as CEO. We've got the, the for some reason, the, the CEO of Twitch or the ex-CEO of Twitch now as an interim CEO of OpenAI. It is a mess over there in Silicon Valley at the moment uh, with the whole thing. Leanne, what have you been following with this whole stuff? Have you been, what are your thoughts on, on everything that's been happening? Oh my gosh, insane, right? Like starting last Friday and it's just been almost daily updates. Like we've been thinking, oh, should we record this episode, you know, yesterday, the day before? Oh no, hang on, let's just wait to see what how this pans out. It's just, uh, you know, a, a friend of mine said to me yesterday, oh, you know, ChatGPT turned one today. And I'm like, oh, wow, well, they've celebrated a nice little way, haven't they, with all this drama? Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, yes, I said to you, Tim, it's like instead of a party, they've all kind of got together in a petition. Um, But, yeah, I mean, what the hell? It's We're obviously only hearing bits and pieces, but sounds pretty full on. Yeah, we've heard everything from that the the it was one particular researcher on the board who ousted him, and that person's now like come to Twitter and they've apologised for being a part of of anything there. We've heard that like it's that the, because of the company charter, the way that it's been put together, that um, it gave non financial members or particularly four non financial members of the board like all the power to be able to to affect the entire company. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you set something up like that? I don't really know why. <laughs> it's a really good question. And to when I looked into it, it's because it's all to do with the the safety of AI. Like one of the big things in the world right now, of course, is AI. And a lot of people are going, yeah, this is the best thing since sliced bread. And if you look at LinkedIn, there's plenty of tech bros out there doing like pushing that out into the world. But there is a core contingent of, of people who are constantly looking at the ethics of AI and what it means for just humanity generally for us to develop this kind of technology. Um, and, you know, there's, there's been some, you know, good arguments backwards and forwards on both sides of the camp as to why we should develop it and, and what its uses for humanity will be. Um, and then the governance that would be a part of that. And then also on the other side of it is the the kind of like anti-AI camp almost that not that they, that they don't want it, but they don't want, to, want it to be developed past a certain point because they're, they're, we run the risk of, you know, I don't know. So I think some people have got this idea that we're going to develop life in two minutes and it's going to out surpass us. I think it's that it's that sci-fi kind of uh, futurist bent, which don't get me wrong, I'm there as well. I love I love thinking about that kind of thing and like what the post possibilities would be, but you do have to take it with a bit of a grain of salt. Yeah, and I feel like look, I've only seen snippets of Sam speak and all that, um, you know, at events and all that, and I, I feel like he kind of removes responsibility for that. I guess uh the, the the negative potential of it and that look he is the look, it, it, it's obviously it comes down to it being in the wrong hands and the wrong people doing the wrong things with it which then does affect certain things in humanity like take away that sense of humanity replacing people taking over humans whatever um i, I yeah i mean look we may eventually find out exactly what went down um but, you know, I, I noticed, yeah, then Microsoft started getting involved because 
they've obviously invested a hell of a lot into ChatGPT. Um, so I guess we we always know that that's there's that backup because yeah, as we were saying, um, yeah, ChatGPT went down earlier today, which we don't think it was any accident. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was it it went down. It came back up again fairly quickly. Well, at least for some of us, I think um, I, I must be on a different pathway for you, but. Um, yeah, it, they've, they've just dropped a new feature today as well. It was something that they've, they've finally put in their text-to-voice engine into like the ChatGPT app. And I thought it might have been linked to the fact that that was launched um, and everyone's trying to try it, so they're all logging in and doing things. But then I'm like, no, they, it's not, that sounds like a scaling problem and I don't think it's a scaling issue. It sounds like there might have been, you know, someone's thrown a spanner into a server at some point and going like, well, we're just going to drop the whole thing if you don't, like, I don't know, count out to our demands or something. Again, complete speculation. We don't know. But at this point, uh, you know, hey, it's fun to think about. Yeah. So do you want to just break down that the timeline of what, what's been going on from Friday through to today? Because obviously we'll, we can do an update when we hear more. But yeah, do you want to just give the quick rundown of just, you know, you've set up kind of briefly in the, the intro there, but just... Bit more yeah, sure. So uh, let's rewind back to Tuesday last week. So just you know, eight days ago, um, or at least for us, and we were hearing about you know this brand new developer forum, the developer conference that Sam Altman was was hosting and who was you know giving the keynote for, and that was talking about all these like amazing new features they were loading out, which was you know the multimodal update. Um, and they were putting out uh, you know GPT builders and and a whole heap of other things. And Wednesday we hear that oh, okay, so we've had to you know s- slow down the beta release of that because it was becoming a bit, bit too problematic on the servers. Then uh, Thursday, you know, business as usual, we're all looking at, at OpenAI going like, yay, this is some kind of cool stuff. All of us exploring what it means to be able to have GPT builders. Same thing with Friday for yeah. us here in Australia. But then come Saturday morning, which is, you know, Friday in the, the States, um, all of a sudden, just out of the blue, Sam Altman is no longer the CEO of... Open AI, um, and the reports we were getting initially were that that you know he just quit. But then there's um, you know it, it came to light very quickly that uh, it was actually a, a board decision to remove him. Um, and there's this really weird sort of like uh, statement that came out of the board that was like he wasn't being consistently <laughs> candid and with you know information, like as if he was like hiding stuff from the board, um, like not not telling them the truth or telling them the the, the entire picture, which they've you know, gone back on now and there's like a whole 100% 180 here um, to going back on that going like, oh, actually, no, it wasn't because of that. It was for other reasons. Um, you know, we know everything about the company. Um, so Saturday and Sunday were really interesting days because when Sam Altman was fired, well, his co-founder, Greg Brockman, he, uh, you know, pretty much immediately went, well, if he's gone, so am I. And, and he just quit. Like He just quit straight out. Um, and, you know, cited the fact that, that it was uh, not the direction of the company that he they wanted to take. As a co-founder of OpenAI himself, uh, you know, he's obviously intrinsically linked with Sam and, you know, the, the benefits and, and features and things that they wanted to produce with this this tool and, and the company itself. Yeah, well, they got the, they got the IP, like, that. that's, you know, the founding... Yeah, the founding people. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we wind fast forward, well, fast forward for 24 hours further, uh, which is Saturday in the US, but it was, you know, uh, Sunday for us. And um, we start hearing reports of uh, major researchers. So there was like four or five major researchers from OpenAI themselves, 
they decided, well, you know, if if both Sam and Greg are gone, we don't want to be involved either. So they they threatened to walk as well, or, or I think they actually might have have just put their resignations in directly. Um, Sunday to Monday, um, we're and and then even into Tuesday, we start hearing the the smatterings of of a few other things going on. They, that they were considering getting Altman back, um, and instead we get this shock bit of news that an inter, another interim CEO has been put in. Um, who was the CEO or the ex-CEO of the gaming platform or streaming platform, Twitch, uh, which is just like completely weird. So Emmett Shear is now the uh, OpenAI's new interim CEO while they're still trying to figure this thing out. Of course, we can't forget the Microsoft component here either. And Microsoft- I was going to say, yes. M- yes. Microsoft have done a couple of interesting things in the last sort of, say 72 hours one of them was that they they launched their own conceptual model for an ai tool called orca 2 now that's i don't know anything about it at the moment i've only done very light uh research on what orca 2 really is and that it's it's a it's something that you can have a bit of a play with on the web in certain aspects like if you just type orca 2 into the web you'll find places to have a bit of a look at the model um but they also said, oh, hey, you know, while we're at it, we're going to launch, you know, this is over the weekend too, that we're going to launch uh, our own uh, development labs to be able to create silicon for AI chipsets of our own. So what they're sort of showing there is this really good delineation between, well, we've got ChatGPT using, oh, sorry, Bing using ChatGPT right now. But it sounds like they're going to start to move into their own AI toolset rather than leveraging just the open AI piece. But then off the back of Altman, of course, leaving and, you know, Sachin Nadella, uh, who's the current head of Microsoft, you know, more power to you because he immediately jumped on that and went, well, well, you can just come work for us. And, you know, hmm. immediately, like there was, there was offers for him to be able to start heading up a team inside of Microsoft, uh, I think along with Greg as well. So bring them both in, bring some researchers in and, you know, start building out their, their tool sets for Orca and, you know, possibly co-pilot. Um, I mean, they've only put, you know, a, a big chunk of money into OpenAI. Um, so it's only money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. It's only money, but um, but it's it's just a small, significant amount of it. You know, just the GDP gross of a of a, a small con- like nation country, um, just just oh, just yeah. sunk into uh, OpenAI for for more research, and then all this antitrust starts coming out of the board. So right now, um, we're sitting at this really weird juncture of a tool that has a home for now, that is OpenAI, which doesn't have a, a true CEO, has the uh, slightly dubious uh, Emmett Shear running it at the moment as the and when I say dubious is that is I think um, as most um, news outlets try to do they they try to you know get a, dig up a little dirt on people so they've gone through his tweets they've gone through like forum posts and stuff of his and it's hey, he's got some questionable stuff but it's not too bad but um, yeah it's just an interesting choice for them to be able to, to offer it to Emmett Shear apparently however I did read that uh, they had offered it to the head of Anthropic, um, who used to work for mm-hmm. them, and he just said, "Yeah, thanks. No, we're doing our own thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that." So, um, as I said, we're in this interesting juncture. Emmett Shee is now the the interim uh, CEO. Ninety five percent of staff, uh, of which is about I think it's seven hundred and seventy staff members at OpenAI have signed on. Oh, sorry. 
there's 770 staff members 95% of that have signed on to uh, like a, a I suppose an action <laughs> like a, a staff action to walk if they if the entire board doesn't get like canned right now like if the if the board stays then they won't stay so they're they're there's really weird things going on in the background there um and we don't know what sam altman or greg brockman are doing right now like they're they're kind of like in talks or are they or are they not or are they working for microsoft or are they starting their own thing or are they going to go work for anthropic or who knows yeah always talk about yeah moving to microsoft or doing their own thing i'm like uh, okay so you, it's obviously in like a rush decision like okay you boot me out fine i'll go do something else um just really just it's all been so fast moving um <laughs> but yeah really interesting to see i mean look i actually had no idea there was that many staff uh, i guess it makes sense because it's such a massive platform and they need to deal with the demand uh but to have that many people on board like that i don't know yeah on board against the board you gotta wonder what what was going down what's yeah, really, really interesting. So it's like four board members, right? Uh, so there were four. I think I'm not too sure how big the board is. Let me let me use my good friend Google to be able to figure that one out. But there were four board members particularly that uh, caused the coup last week. Yeah, all just um, yeah, absolutely crazy. I mean, I can't imagine what's going through everyone's minds and the uncertainty of this thing. And it's like, you know, <laughs> we were having this chat. Like, oh my gosh, what if, if ChatGPT ends? Um, yeah, I was doing another AI trainer and we've both put so much effort into our, uh, all our training is about ChatGPT, uh, mainly because, look, every time I go, oh, look, let's talk about just generative AI, whoever's organising says, no, no, let's just go back to ChatGPT. What happens? Uh, and I think we said we'll say that for another episode, Tim, but, yeah, what happens if there's one platform, the main platform just collapses? Yeah, it, it's, um, it's interesting because here's the most public model that exists. It's the most accessible on the web um, with a, a low technology bar at, like to get access to it. Like you, you pay some money, you sign up, you, yeah. you're in or you just sign up and you're in, right? Whereas most of these other, other large language models require you to do like stand up some hardware or put some software specifically somewhere or, you know, there's, there's other things you have to do to actually get that to, to operate. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Anthropic, Claude is coming up to up, up and uh, ironically they have used this as to their advantage and dropped out a, a 0.1 uh, release of their of their 2.0 product so it's now Claude 2.1 uh, with almost double the capacity and it's got some other features but we can we'll leave that for another time to better talk about but the yeah it's just it's it's gone from this sort of constant melting pot of thought and idea and everything else um, into well it's gone to shit to be perfectly honest um and it doesn't. We don't know what it means because um, OpenAI was set up to govern the concept of ChatGPT and AI development to be not non-commercial, or at least to have it with a less of a commercial edge. But with this happening, um, does it mean that the board will try to maintain the commerciality side of it? Is it going to be more more of an expensive product, or is it going to be you know used for you know other things that would be more commercial in goal? Uh, who knows? Yeah, because we talked about, yeah, um, there should be a, a oh, ChatGPT for business. I mean, we know enterprise is rolling out for much bigger corporations, but there has been talk about, you know, looking at for business as well. And, yeah, is there going to still be that free access to the general public? Uh, that is a good question. I mean, look, Facebook, for however long that's been around, that is still technically free to the public. Um, it's 
than if you're a business, then you obviously you, you pay for your boosts and your ads and whatever else. And, you know, it's become a everyday tool, right? And I wonder, is ChatGPT going to stay that way? Or yeah, would it move to be becoming more of a commercial thing? Um, and not all business owners will want to pay the 20 bucks US a month either. And hey, then we might have jobs again as copywriters. Um, so, uh, just, yeah, interesting to see for sure. Like, yeah, watch this space, everyone. We'll keep you updated. But we, um, yeah, we wanted to give a bit of a summary for all those who are lost across all the different articles and thought we just pull it into one episode for you if you also prefer to, you know, consume your media by listening. But is there anything else about everything that's that we haven't covered? No, I don't think there's as much more. Um, probably just to say that uh, we don't know where it's going. We, we can put our futurist hats on and, and pretend to know things. So we, we know about as much as you know right now. Um, do take the 4.9 billion metric tons of articles that are coming out of every news house uh, about this with a grain of salt because I've read some really great timeline snapshots. I've read some really great uh, pieces of bullshit that have come out of them as well. So it's um, it's hard to to actually discern what is real uh, and what is not with this because this uh, so so many journalists just trying trying to come up with things and and hundred percent. Well, that's it. A lot of the journalists, the articles are just around one tweet, and then trying to decipher what that tweet means, um, or just rewriting, in other words, what that tweet is saying. Um, is it still called a tweet? Oh no, it's. Is it- uh yeah i think i think they call posts now like just Boring. back to posts um on x oh look you know I, I, don't, don't even get me started on on twitter it's funny though um the the contrast here is that like if you said to ChatGPT, hey can you turn this tweet into an article for me it'd go and do it but now we've got human you know well i mean probably other ais as well but you know human journalists um essentially doing what ChatGPT does and extrapolating four words in a tweet into a thousand word article mm. it's hilarious yeah good job guys yeah anyway i think that's that's about us for the end of the episode uh thank you so much for for listening of course you can catch us on the ai train on your all of your good podcast catches out there apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere else you listen to your podcast so uh follow along share like review tell everyone shout it from the rooftops you know drop if you want to print some flyers and drop them out into your local neighborhood why not go hard go hard yeah we'd love to hear your predictions as well about what's the future of open ai looks like um so yeah we will catch you next time which will probably be very short and soon since this one's out of cycle um you'll probably hear from us uh, only in another day or so see you then See ya, bye.